The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, hosted by Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Relly Nadler. I'm Allison Childs with the Center for Creative Leadership. Kathy and Relly have helped thousands of people like you become better performers, managers, and leaders with their unique approaches to coaching. Dr. Relly Nadler is a master level certified executive coach with the International Coaching Federation. A psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer, Dr. Nadler brings his expertise and emotional intelligence to all his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. Dr. Nadler's Leaders Playbook provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers. For more information and free tools by Relly Nadler, go to www.truenorthleadership.com. New York Times bestselling author Kathy Greenberg wins hearts and minds around the world with her internationally acclaimed books on the new science of happiness, including what happy companies know and what happy working mothers know. Kathy is available for a variety of consulting and coaching programs where you can learn to apply her unique happiness equals profit business formula. For more on Kathy's coaching, tools, consulting, and keynote speaking, go to www.h2cleadership.com or www.whathappyworkingmothersknow.com for free tips and downloads. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Rowan Adler, and my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is also on the show and will join us just momentarily. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of executives to perform in the top 10%. We always like getting new people who have cutting-edge kind of technology to bring to us. And today, we have John Haim, the author of You Are a Contender. And let me tell you a little bit about John. He is the president of Learning Links, and he's also the president of a new endeavor we'll we'll hear about, uh, New Edge Performance. He is a world-class performance specialist. John has had a successful career as a professional golfer and competed in Canada, Australia, Asia, South Pacific, and the United States. Along with numerous uh, professional victories, some of his career highlights, he shot a, a low, career low 62 in a professional event in Melbourne. And it sounds like John uses the golf in a lot of his training as a metaphor for people especially around one of our sweet spots, is emotional intelligence. John created Learning Links, and the website we'll give a couple times throughout this is www.learninglinks.org. Learning Links has developed a unique corporate performance solutions, including mastering the game, leadership effectiveness at work, in life, and in golf. And so he'll explain more about that. And he integrates the power of golf, performance, and emotional intelligence to maximize the potential of leaders and their teams. 
John has developed these programs around the globe for the world's top organizations, many like Cisco Systems, Nortel, Bell Canada, General Electric, KPMG, Capital One, GlaxoSmithKline, many uh, young professional, uh, young president's organizations. Learning Link programs have helped companies worldwide to enhance their team, performance, and leadership capability. And so John's uh, first book just came out, You Are a Contender, Build Emotional Muscle to Perform Better and Achieve More in Business, Sports, and Life. It was released in um, December, so John will tell us about how to get a hold of that. And you know that Kathy and I always want to bring you the best in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders like we have here with John, and provide evidence-based best practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. And Kathy, welcome to the the show. Thanks, really. It's a pleasure to be here with you and John today. I hope I am a contender, but we'll find out by the end of the show if I have the emotional competency to perform better and achieve more. But what we always love to do in all of our shows, and uh, our listeners know this, is bring you information that you can use, that you can apply right now today, even before the show is over. And just doing a few things, <clears throat> pardon me, just doing a few things differently can drastically improve your performance and your organization. And, you know, in every show we try to bring you something about how to develop more leaders in your organization, what happy companies know about performance, uh, something about your brain and neuroscience contributions to your leadership and performance, as well as gender and generation differences that, as you well know, can influence how you impact others. We love to talk about work-life balance strategies and practices, not only for managing yourself, but managing your boss. And today we're going to focus on emotional intelligence and positive psychology strategies to be your best. But before we bring John on, um, Relly, could you tell our audience a little bit about the science behind leadership and why it's so important? Sure. Thanks, Kathy. Well, in Leadership Development News, we talk about leadership. And the reason we talk about leadership is a lot of the research has shown that leaders influence the climate of their team as much as 50 to 70%. So the leader has that much influence over what goes on in their team and the team performance. And one of the main reasons is emotions are contagious. Who's the most contagious person on the team as far as emotions go? It's the leader. We like to say that the leader is the uh, emotional thermostat for the team. So they really set the temperature for the team performance. And one of the keys of being a star performer that we describe as being in the top 10% is this concept we'll talk more about today is emotional intelligence. John has taken these competencies and really applied them to golf but also to business. And the further a leader moves up in an organization, the more they need these uh, competencies of emotional intelligence when compared to how smart they are or compared to just the technical expertise. The further they go up, the more they need some of these competencies, understanding yourself, managing yourself, understanding others, managing others. And the goal is to try to get more people into the top 10%, and that's a tipping point of sorts. And the reason is if you can get one of your C or B players to be an A player, they produce twice as much revenue to the organization as someone in the 89th percentile and below. And in many organizations, uh, training is very popular, and we know training adds to productivity as much as 22%. But if you can add coaching, uh, Kathy and I are coached, John's a coach, and if you can add coaching to training, 
you get an increase in productivity as high as 88%. So you're really able to tailor that information for the specific individuals. And the way to do it is do these small things that we call micro-initiatives. These micro-initiatives create macro-impacts. And from some of the research in one of uh, Kathy's book, What Happy Companies Know, you can increase performance as much as 77% while increasing your life and professional satisfaction by as much as 50% with coaching, if you're able to bring that into the organization. If you're interested in more uh, information from Dr. Kathy Greenberg, her website is www.h2cleadership.com. She has a suite of happiness books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching services. If you're interested in me, Dr. Riley Nadler, my website is www.truenorthleadership for emotional intelligence books. There's a couple of free assessment tools, speaking keynotes, uh, leadership, and coaching boot camps. And, John, welcome to the call here. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Kathy. I think you uh, summarized it very well there, uh, Riley. And, and, you know, one one really interesting and great benefit of uh, emotional intelligence education, I guess you call it, or development, is the whole concept that it's applicable in every single thing that you do. So it's not only applicable at work, certainly. It, uh, it's a very valuable skill to have at work, but... It can help you in everything you do at home, you know, in your passion, whether it's if it's golf, great, if it's sailing, great, whatever it's in. Um, it's it's a very, very valuable set of skills to have. So uh, it's I, I think the way you said it is is uh, is right on the money, and and, and this is this is important stuff. Well, John, we want to ask you some specific questions. I want to give you a little bit of uh, more of your sure. your background. So I know in uh, in just January 2010, we'll get you to talk about this Learning Links established this new division of your company, New Edge Performance. We want mm-hmm. to talk about that. And that you've developed this world's first assessment instrument to measure high-performance emotional intelligence indicators in athletes. Uh, and that's exciting, really. That's been that's an exciting project. And it's been a fun project. It's been a long haul, but it's it's a it's a very, very exciting project. And I think athletes and coaches are going to benefit. Well, great. Well, we want to hear about that. So we typically like to start off just finding out who you've, who's been most influential to you uh, in your life and your career in leadership, and then we'll get through the other, our other questions for you. Well, definitely, I think Relly Nadler and Kathy Greenberg have been the two big ones. <laughs> all right, that's From the beginning, guys, from the beginning. <laughs> you know, saying all the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think in everybody's life, certainly uh, – when you start off, your parents are the most influential, and and I had a I had a great upbringing. I I was I came from a very emotionally stable background, so I think that helped me in in what I do now and who I am now. And you know, getting into I think the the whole area of of leadership and emotional intelligence, just reading um, you know the. A lot of the big thinkers, the Carl Rogers of the world. Um, in 1998, I read Goldman's book. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's interesting because I think what Goldman says or wrote in his, his first book, Emotional Intelligence, is certainly nothing new. Everyone sort of knows it. It's the whole common sense factor. But he wrote it so well and organized it so well and created a, a, a really tight model. And uh, I was very interested in the way he did it. So that was great. And, you know, people like Robert Cooper and in the leadership realm, Bill George, who's uh, who I really have a lot of respect for and listen to. And, 
he's got the certainly the practical background. He's got the academic background, and and uh, he's really a great thinker. So you know, there's so many people that influence us, and and I'm sure there's many others. People at the Hay Group too, the Bill Treadwells and the Scott Spryers, and and you know, people you talk to and get advice from, and all those types of folks uh, that that really shape your career and and help you. And and since the the whole idea of emotional intelligence is relatively new concept. Um, you know, a lot of these people have kind of paved the way, and I'm sure it'll evolve a lot in the next uh, 25 years. Also, we'll we'll get to the next level, but these people have, have certainly got it to where it is now. It's um, to me, yes, it's an amazing field, and an, it, but the opportunity that you've taken to apply it, you know, to um, to this whole learning link school. Tell us about the kind of programs you do at Learning Links and, and kind of what you're doing right now. Well, you know what? Uh, this is how it started, guys, just as a little bit of a background. I, I played professional golf, and, and uh, I was the top-ranked amateur golfer in Canada when I was, when I was growing up, one of the top three for, for a couple of years. And then when I graduated from college, I decided I was going to turn professional. I wanted to do this, this golf thing, so I, I, I turned pro, and I, I ended up finishing first in the tour school in Canada to get a card to to go play in all these different places. And I, 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 I can get back to that later on maybe in the interview, what happened in my career, and we'll need to do that. But I basically played for six years. I sort of waved the white flag at the end of six years and said, uh, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I can't quite get to the level that I'd like to get to. And then I worked in a consulting company in uh, Ottawa, Canada, and using my economics degree from the from the school I went to, Purdue University in Indiana. And uh, I got involved in trade policy, and we had a lot of fantastic clients. We represented clients and gave written and oral submissions to them on behalf of or to to governments. And uh, the clients wanted me to create some golf programs and outings and events for their clients. So I started into that, and then. After a couple of years of doing that, it was it was fairly successful. We had some great clients, and we had some fun, and we had some outings with the clients. We um, they asked me to. They said they needed a little bit more meat on the bone, so we created. We we started adding education to these little programs. So we started off with a soft team building program, and we started off with a a soft leadership program, and 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 these were things I was not good at. So and I had to John? team up. I'm yeah. going to ask you to stop right there for a second and sure. hold your thought. Sure. We're going to come right back after this commercial break, and then we'll pick up exactly where we left off. This is Leadership Development News. We're speaking to John Haynes. He's the author of You Are a Contender. We'll be right back. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. 
seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Today, we're talking with John Haim. He's the author of a new book, You Are a Contender, about applying emotional intelligence to performance and especially using uh, golf as one of the metaphors, although he also uh, uses it in business. So, John, right before the break, you were talking about how they uh, asked you to go from doing some golf to now to bring it into some more meat to some more team, team and leadership. And basically where we stopped, you were saying you didn't necessarily have that background then on that. So tell us how that, what you did with that. Yeah, exactly. So then I, you know, I uh, like I said, the 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 clients certainly they wanted more meat on the bone uh, with with the programs we were giving them, and and uh, so I had to sort of scramble and say, okay, we'll give you a team building program and a leadership program. So I had to team with some really great folks at the beginning to to bring me up to speed on 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 how to deliver these programs and what was important and and how we were actually going to link the the golf with the uh, the workplace learning or the corporate learning program. So 
you know, we, we, we tinkered around for almost two years, developing, you know, different programs, trying them out, testing them, asking the clients what they liked, what they didn't like. And uh, I would sort of be, uh, you know, support. I would be fronting, to a certain extent, fronting the program, but I'd also be working with uh, really top people in leadership and team building and people that really knew their stuff. And I was being educated as as we were going. It was a fantastic education and a, an experience for me. And we we created these programs, and and like I said, we we asked the clients what they wanted, what they liked, what they didn't like, and and we came to uh, you know have a, a really really good team building program, a really good leadership program, and then. Because golf is such an emotional game, we started to tinker around with an emotional intelligence for leadership program, and we wanted to call it Mastering the Game, and it, it, it's, the, it's the program that would take you to the next level, as emotional intelligence does. I mean, you, your tech, as, you, as you guys know, your technical skills and your cognitive ability take you so far, and then what is the next step? So we wanted to, and I knew from my golf background that a lot of these pieces, and that's where the education for me started, I started to reflect back on my golf career and realize that I did not have a lot of these competencies that I needed to have to be a, to be a, a top performer. And, I, you know, hence waving the flag. Like I mentioned, uh, waving the white flag a while ago, I had to stop my professional golf career. So we built this really interesting emotional intelligence for leadership program, putting leaders on the golf course for part of the day. Um, it's another opportunity for the leader or the participant to learn more about themselves and, and add to their profile. So we assess them. We, we ask them to work up their goals. We put them on the golf course. We tape them. And uh, we see them in different situations, how they respond, how they behave. And then we've created all sorts of really cool tools uh, to highlight emotional competencies. And, and that's how it started. And it's evolved. And we've been doing it now for We've been doing that particular program for almost 10 years now, and, and it's been successful, and, and people like it. And it really, I, I would say the, the thing it does best is it really brings emotional intelligence to life. Uh, people really relate to the competencies. They become aware of the competencies. They know how important they are. And, um, and, and it's a fun program, too. So there's that motivational factor, too, which I think is important in, in education and in learning. John, when you talk about the competencies, and hopefully we'll get to some of them and you yeah. can share uh, what they are, uh, how did you personally, given what you've shared about your background and your history in the, um, in the arena of golf, how did you make the connection yourself between emotional intelligence and, and being a performer in, in your sport? Well, I mean, I realized when I started to learn about emotional intelligence and I started to reflect back on my golf career, I realized that uh, I did not have an adequate level of self-awareness. And, and, and as you know, in emotional intelligence and in, in life in general, self-awareness is the foundation of everything. And, you know, there were certain things when I was playing professional golf that I, I just did not do. I, I, I did re I you know, I, when I was on the golf course, I did not really understand or uh, comprehend how or why my emotions were pushing me around all the time, and they were. And I was always frustrated, and I was, you know, I was almost to the point a lot of the time of my career where I was angry about things, you know, and I, w I would uh, kind of get down, and I can talk about this spiral that we created in the bottom part of the spiral. 
So, you know, the, the, the whole self-awareness piece, the more you learn about it and the more you understand it, the more you realize how important it is. And with me, you know, not, not and if you're a, you're a professional athlete and not understanding your, your limitations and not really understanding your strengths and not having a, a constructed value system and not really having any defined written-down goals, and, uh, you know, at the time I really didn't have a coach, so I, I didn't have the support system in place to really help me get to the next level. And all these pieces, um, you know, all related to self-awareness that I was missing. And uh, and that's how, I, you know, when I started to think about it, I, I realized that how important it was. And, and uh, when we worked with leaders, it was the same thing. We started assessing people and... and it's funny, uh, really, and Kathy, you know, I don't know if you find the same thing, but we find when we assess people, we find that the majority of them, about eight out of ten people, don't have an adequate level of self-awareness to, uh, to really lead uh, effectively or be effective or perform effectively. So that, that whole concept of self-awareness, when I started to understand it and started to identify it, I realized how important all of this was. And that's how I, how I came to this. And, and, uh, and it was through personal experience and then also through following the education and learning about it through the Hay and Goldman and, and, and all these folks are doing a great job uh, commercializing it. Well, so we want to get into a couple of the tools um, that yeah, I think you speak about in your book. Yeah. But I just want to highlight one of the things around self-awareness, which is then part of the accurate self-assessment. I just reread one of our interviews we did with Marshall Goldsmith, and he talks about how uh, 70% of people think that uh, leaders or executives think they're in the top 20%. Well, exactly. So it's that same kind of, you know, maybe lack of accurate self-assessment or self-awareness. But you have two... Uh, I think I would guess we'd call these tools. I want to ask you the emotional spiral and the emotional caddy. Maybe you can talk more about that. And are those tools that you do teach? Yeah. Well, I created these. We we do teach them, and we you know I I I I had been thinking about the emotional caddy concept for a long time. We've we've used the emotional spiral in our programs, and we do use it. And it's funny, uh, really, and Kathy, the the emotional spiral is such a simple. Um, such a simple model, and uh, you know, people. I think you know, I'll post it on my website or where people can find it. It's in the book, uh, the You Are a Contender book. But it's a really interesting concept in that it 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 really clearly visually shows people how progressive emotional intelligence is. Meaning that if you have an adequate level of self awareness, then you have an opportunity really to manage it, control it, direct it, whatever word you want to use. I usually use direct emotion. And then if you, you can direct yourself, then you have an opportunity to connect with other people. And then if you connect with other people, then you, can, you really have the opportunity to build these quality, sustainable relationships with people. And if you don't have the self-awareness, then you go the other way in the spiral where, you know, you, you have difficulty directing yourself. And then if you can't direct yourself, it's hard to connect with other people. And if you can't connect with other people, it's hard to develop really great, strong, quality relationships with them. And that's on the business and leadership side, and then we show people sort of on the golf side, the the sports side. It's the same, essentially the same concept. If people don't have self awareness and they, you know, they don't have an accurate plan and and they don't know how their emotions are 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 moving them around and banging them around and they're not in control, then it's difficult to kind of get engaged in what they're doing, the the, the particular sport. 
and from there, um, you know, it's difficult to it, it's it, there there become you know you start getting into emotions like confusion and hesitation, and then you go down in the spiral into the frustration that I talked about in my career, and then you bump down even further, and it gets down to sort of an angry anger thing. You know, if you move up in the spiral, on the other hand, you know, you can get in, if you if you have the self awareness, you can get engaged, and you can build a little bit of confidence, and then you can kind of move up from there into what's called the zone in 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 uh, in sports. So, it all evolves from that self awareness piece, and uh, the emotional spiral, the way we've constructed it, is really cool, showing the mm. pro- it's that emotional intelligence is very progressive. And you know the numbers that if a person has self-awareness, the capabilities of 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 you know having self, a social awareness and and it's all related to that first piece, that foundational piece. If you have that, then you have a real shot at moving up. If you don't, then it's going to be difficult for you, and you're going to struggle. Yeah, you will struggle. And I think what people are talking about, I mean, we can't help but talk about it. It's all over the news. Uh, some of the distinctions they're seeing in the emotional intelligence of Tiger Woods as yep. he's playing in the Masters uh, versus, um, you know, what he did prior to and having been a partner at Accenture where I was often at the World Championship of Golf for years, um, there was no eye contact with um, anything other than the ball. And right. if, if they were lucky, uh, you know, his coach carrying his bags, um, and that's not a make wrong. It's just his style. But what I find interesting is everybody's commenting on the quote unquote new emotional intelligence of Tiger Woods. So I, I love your <laughs> your thought there on do, does somebody gain enough emotional intelligence from the use of your tool and your process to be able to make that kind of a change? You know, I I, I think I think you know, and I agree with you. The last couple of years. You talk to any of the PGA Tour players, and I have an opportunity to talk to some of them and the coaches out there. Uh, Tiger Woods has been very, very angry on the golf course, and that's that's been a big problem for him. And it's, it's even though he has had some level of performance, I think it's hurt his performance, and uh, he certainly doesn't look like he's having fun, does he? Hmm. Uh, or enjoying what he's doing. And you know the the interesting thing, Kathy and Relly too, with Tiger Woods is that uh, he he I really believe he's the most in, emotionally intelligent performer going. Every little uh, well, every major competency he has it. And what's really interesting is you know one I place some emphasis on and I put some emphasis on in the book is is uh, uh, and evolving out of self awareness is the whole concept of honesty. And he's he's very, very honest with himself on the golf course and in his professional career. He looks at himself in the mirror. He, he looks at himself after every round, understands what he does well, what he doesn't do well, or what he has done well or what he hasn't done well, and he makes the adjustments, and he comes back even better normally next time. You know, there's so many times where Tiger Woods has, has not had his best performance, and then the next week he'll come back and he'll be unbelievable, and he'll win. So he always takes those lessons but for some reason, in his personal life, he has not looked at himself in the mirror. And uh, and obviously he has not looked at himself in the mirror, because if he did, he wouldn't do what he was doing. So, John, you're, you're talking about the self-awareness piece. We'll get we'll get more into that. And I think just given we just finished the Masters, Tiger Woods finished fourth. Let's, yeah. co- let's, let's come back to this and, and maybe talk from an emotional intelligence standpoint. What 
he may have had to do, what other competencies to even finish as, as high as he did in his first, his first game back. Um, we'll take a break now. This is Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 voice america business network the bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're speaking with John Hames, and he's telling us a little bit about his wonderful new book, You Are a Contender. And we were just talking uh, about Tiger Woods and, and emotional intelligence, and I'd really be curious to know more about the competencies that you were sharing with us, John. And uh, I think you said something about an emotional caddy. Can you pick up there? Yeah, sure. That's another tool we've we've created, and uh, it's interesting, um, Kathy, because the emotional caddy really comes out of uh, a caddy, like an actual golf caddy, 
that I had when I was playing professional golf. And for the most part, when I played professional golf, um, I didn't have the greatest caddies in the world. Normally, we, because I was one of the journeyman players, I did not have my own caddy all the time. So I always had to take a different individual when I arrived at a at a at a tournament site. But there was this one particular guy that I had uh, in Western Canada, and he was just the most incredible guy. And he literally became my emotional caddy for the week. And uh, he was helpful. He was supportive. He was accommodating. And he, he took time to learn about me and my golf game and really understood what I could do and what I couldn't do and really directed me and and, and helped me go in the right direction, certainly, on the golf course. And it, and, and it's, it's funny because it was the best week I had in a year um, when I was playing professional golf. And I was struggling at the time, and I, I kind of arrived. And this guy was so supportive and so great. And really helped me, uh, really helped me on the golf course, and and really created an awareness for me, and became my emotional caddy for the week. And so, what I've done in the in the book is I've helped people create their own emotional caddy, so that they can, you know, create a little bit of self awareness, and then through these 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 key competencies that I call them: honesty, and flexibility, confidence, achievement, resilience. These really good things that. People, when they encounter their experiences, they they can have a better use of these uh, of these competencies and use them to deal with the challenges and experiences they have in their life to to become a more consistent performer. And you know, I think I think people can relate to it in a way. You know, you you always you know when you're when you get yourself in a difficult situation, sometimes you hear that that supportive voice. You know, that that's that's from your childhood or whenever it was, your grandmother or your father or your mom or your dad or a mentor or whoever it was, and we're trying to help people kind of create that voice for themselves that when they do get up against it and they're, they're in a challenging situation, that they calmly uh, respond and use these key competencies to, to tackle their experiences. And when you relate back to Tiger Woods, I think that you know, he ran into a, a little bit of difficulty when he ran into his, uh, or when he lost his dad, who really was his emotional caddy his whole life. And uh, I'm sure he hears his dad's voice. In fact, he's heard he's, he's said many times where he's heard his dad talk to him, but he's lost physically his his emotional caddy, the person he talks to and, and gets advice from. So we've tried to help people in the book create their own emotional caddy, and it's kind of a fun uh, concept, and I think people would like it. I, I'm I like it. I'm laughing just because the, the new Nike commercial actually has his emotional yeah. caddy talking to him, yeah. which is which is a real takeoff. I mean, they had a great takeoff of saying how mostly Tiger Woods sold Nike. Here, Nike was selling Tiger Woods in, in this reverse and having his dad's voice, his emotional caddy, talking about him. So very interesting. Yeah. Let me ask you just about one of the competencies, a key one for for athletes, and really for I've seen it, Kathy's seen it for executives, also where they can derail is self-control. Some of what we're saying about with Tiger Woods, but also, you know, many, many executives. Uh, Serena Williams had an outburst. You know, uh, um, Joe Wilson, who yelled, you lie to President Obama. Yeah. Self-control is so important. What, are, what, what ways do you help someone? Or what, like, what tools do you help them to use to manage their, their, their emotions? Yeah, there's so many ways. You know, the the first thing too to 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 not be redundant, but 
if if you want to have self-control, you have to step back and 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 really work on developing the self-awareness first. Because unless you know it's coming and you understand uh, what's impacting you, it's difficult to control it and direct it. So that's where again the the self-awareness comes in. And I hate to be redundant, yeah. and I you know I've written about it in the book as the as the kind of the foundational piece, and then from there you can move forward. But you really need to. To, to have that self-awareness piece, uh, have a handle on it before you can move forward. But, you know, there is, there is things. One thing that we help people with is we sit them down and we really help them identify what their triggers are. So what really bothers you and what really, what really sets you off? You know, if you're an athlete, what, what, what in the course of a round of golf, if you're a tennis player, what during the match really can set you off so that you can, you know, if you want to call it lose it or whatever it is, and understanding those triggers and knowing maybe when they're coming is a very useful thing. Um, again, understanding your strengths and limits is a very key thing so you can always play in a, in, a, in a sports situation, even in a leadership situation, that you can play to your strengths. And we help people, you know, bolster their strengths and, and make their limitations as, as functional as possible. People are always going to have limitations and restrictions. It's just the way life is. Some people are very good at things and not so great at other things. But if you can make them functional, then they won't come back to bite you in the you-know-where when the pressure really is on. And I think another thing, too, is, is really helping people identify what they can control and what they can't control. And, you know, there's so many things in our lives, in sports, in leadership, in business, that you have absolutely no control over, and people have a lot of focus on those often. So if you can kind of put those aside and really focus on what you can control specifically, and that uh, that really is is a is a very useful thing in the book. I ask people to identify what they can and can't control in their personal life, at work, and whatever their passion is, so that there's these different areas of their lives too that they're going to have different factors they can control and can't control. And you really have to know what they are and, and carefully. And and the, I guess the last one is to um, you know really help people be able to, when something starts bubbling up inside of them, to be able to step back and give themselves a very, very small window to, to, to just let it simmer and, and settle just a little bit before it explodes. Because as you know, once it explodes, there's certain chemicals that react in your body and it can go on and on and on and on and it can last longer than you want it to. So you really can't allow it to get to that point. So if you can if you know it's coming, and that's again that self-awareness, you can you can kind of step back a little bit and give yourself a little touch of time, and then uh, not allow it to blow up and and ruin everything. If if that's the if that's what you're doing, if it's the golf, very often you know somebody will explode on one hole, and then it'll it'll transfer to the next hole, and the next hole, and the next hole, and the next shot. And I know when I was playing professional golf, it even transferred to the next week and the next month. And it became like a little steamroller for me. Hey, John, so, yeah. as you're talking, um, I, w- I want to kind of help people who have uh, have other ideas here outside of just um, the, the sports world and the business sure. world. How about the parents? You know, same, I, same. I believe in my heart, and um, I think we're all parents uh, that are talking here uh, to either our own biological children or nieces or nephews or, you yes. know, people whose kids we just love and adore or coach. Yes. And... You know, raising kids in today's environment has become a competitive sport. And it shouldn't be that way, but, but how would you encourage 
parents to motivate their kids to be superior athletes without, you know, piling on the pressure and the guilt of being the winner all the time. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> it's hard. It's hard because you want your kids to, to do well and you want your kids to win. But I think that, you know, the very simple answer, Kathy, is that the best thing you can do for your kids is encourage them and support them as much as you possibly can. You know, you, you're positive. You, you focus on the things they do well. And we're all very familiar with the whole what they call the minivan effect. That once the once the child you know the child participates in whatever activity it is, whether in the school play, whether in the soccer game, whether in the hockey game, whether they're in the baseball game, whatever it is, they get in the van and the parents start. You know why didn't you do that? And why didn't you do that? And they always seem to point out they never really bring the the really you know some do, but I think generally we seem to focus on the negative things and i think it's really critical that you support you encourage and you really focus on the positive things you do because as you guys know the 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 these these childhood years these really critical years shape the way you are later on so i i find believe me when i work with professional golfers a lot of the time or professional athletes or even artists whoever it is a lot of the times when the parents have been critical and negative when they're young, they have difficulty in the whole achievement thing. They go to reach out and take the holy grail, and a voice inside their head says, I'm not good enough. I can't do this, you know, because that's all they heard when they were young, and it keeps coming back. And you know how powerful that emotional memory is. Mm-hmm. So this is what happens. So that you, you really have to pay close attention when the, when the, when the, when the kids are, are at a young age and be positive, encourage them in whatever they do, be, your, be the great support, reinforce everything, the good stuff that they do, because I'm telling you, it really impacts. Because when, when I work with a lot of these athletes or artists, we dig down like really deep into their emotional memory, and often it's the issue of, you know, they were at the... Uh, you know, I'll use the example because I live in Canada because hockey is so big here. You know, they're at the, they've scored two goals. They're at the corner of the net and they miss the puck when it comes on their stick and they don't score the third goal. And then when they're in the minivan driving home, the parent focuses on how could you miss that? You know, how could you miss that puck going in? I mean, it was so easy. It was right there. Just just right. just tap it in. <laughs> and it's 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 something that we all resonate with. There's no doubt. John, we're going to take a quick break. Sure. So hold that thought, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News, so don't go away. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 
Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll free at 1 866 472 5790. That number again is 1 866 472 5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. This is our last segment here. We're talking with John. And John uh, has written, you are a contender, build emotional muscle to perform better and achieve more. And John, what's the, what's the best website to get a hold of you? Uh, probably learninglinks.org. And then, you know, these days everyone has so many websites. I guess for the book it's youareacontender.com. And then the new company and uh, the, the website or the, the, the assessment tool will be coming out fairly soon. We're just tweaking the last bit of it, but that's newedgeperformance.org. Okay. So if you can follow all of those. Right. Well, let's good. go with, I'll just repeat the one, uh, www.learninglinks.org. And we want to focus on, you've taken these assessments, that, I mean, these competencies for emotional intelligence with Goldman and the Hay Group. Yep. Uh, and then factored them down, and now you have your own uh, athletic uh, EI assessment. So st- tell a little bit of how this came about, how you came up with these these ten, and how you're testing it out, and then what's it going to look like, all that. Well, I've always wanted to do this, really, because, you know, we, we always use the big uh, tagline that emotions run the show in elite performance. So it, it, it doesn't, uh, it's not any different in sports because athletes are under pressure and, and you know, there's average athletes, there's kind of low-level athletes, and there's elite athletes. So we wanted to understand the difference of what made uh, these elite athletes tick as compared to average athletes, like you see in some of the assessment tools mm-hmm. uh, in leadership, where you know you can you can measure the differences between the the average and the the elite uh, leadership performers. So. You know, very similar in a way, but we started off with a ton of competencies to try to distill down which ones were the key ones and which ones were the most important. 
and we distilled them down after doing a bunch of research, talking to people, assessing people. We distilled them down to 10 key competencies uh, that separate the 10 key competencies that the elite athletes have that separate them from the average performer. So, and, uh, you know, it, it is similar to leadership in a way, and this is a great thing. Working in leadership and working with leaders and working with top people, uh, it's given us a bit of an advantage to see how they work, the competencies work, what's important, and then adapt it over to the athletic world and help coaches and athletes that way. So, you know, the I, I guess the 10, do you want me to, to talk what? about or list the 10 key competencies? Yeah, why don't you just, would you like to do that? Yeah, why, uh, let me, I'll, I'll read through them, and then we just can kind of zero in on, on, on how the tool works. So self-awareness you've talked about, yep. self-confidence, yep. self-reliance, achievement drive, competitiveness, then you also have resilience, yes. focus, self-control, flexibility, and optimism. So those are the ten that you've kind of delineated from the, the EI model. Yeah, and if you have those competencies, you've got a pretty good recipe to be a pretty elite athlete. I mean, especially, obviously, the, the competencies at the top, the self-confidence, the self-awareness, and the self-reliance. If you've got those three, certainly. Uh, the others are important, definitely, but if you've got those three, you have a very good foundational base to, to move forward. And, uh, you know, there's... we. To take it, I guess, a step further, now we've got a lot of data. We've, we've assessed a lot of athletes, top athletes around the world on teams, individual athletes, uh, soccer players, rugby players, uh, uh, swimmers, tennis players, golfers, all these different people, and now we've created the database in order to, uh, to create this assessment tool. So the assessment tool right now is available in PDF form, but what we've done is we've we've put it online with some really cool technology so that the young athletes can come on and see colors and and it's uh, it's it's fun it's visually fun and you can click on things and bubbles pop up and you can learn about yourself and and I guess the the pieces of the assessment tool you know you come on there's a 77 question assessment and then you get your your report and your scores in each of the competencies uh, which is neat and we also have a positive impact scale too so we can tell if how honest the athlete's been based on the way this the assessment has been structured we can tell how honest they've been so that's important too so if mm-hmm. if there's a a level of an over endorsement i would call it i guess that the athlete will be able to take it again and uh and maybe be be a little bit more forthright because it's really critical that the athlete is very honest in order for us to uh to give them a good uh, rating and then for them to get the help too then the next piece is the coaching report so we've offered solutions so in each in each uh in each of the in each of the competencies we off we've offered uh, uh a complete coaching uh assessment and uh some coaching strategies for people for coaches and for athletes for the for the athlete to look at and for the coach to use with the athlete and then finally and that happens within each of the competencies and finally we've also created an action plan so uh, the the athlete and the coach sit down and and based on the scores and based on what's important and what they need in their particular sport they create an action plan and we've facilitated the action plan with some great questions there's about eight or nine questions and they have to sit down and actually build the plan themselves so and then of course after that it would be there 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 could be an opportunity for some consulting or um, 
uh, more reading, you know, uh, focus on one particular competency. If you, if you need help on one particular competency, then uh, we can direct you to all you need to possibly know about that competency. John, it, it's been such a pleasure having you with us. We could talk to you forever and today about wonderful information that is going to help all of us be the best we can be no matter where we are or what we're doing. Do you have any advice as you say farewell and and um, kind of share your book with the world on this wonderful experience you're having? Well, you know what, I, I really think, uh, like I said at the outset, really, and Kathy, it's really important that people familiarize themselves with this topic because, you know, we had mentioned in the interview that, that there's there's such a large cross-section of the population that, that lack that, that first piece of the puzzle, that self-awareness. So in order to get to the next level in whatever you do, um, that is a critical piece of the puzzle. So whatever you can learn, however you can educate yourself in this particular subject, you know, please do it because it can really take you places in uh, not only uh, at work but at home, uh, in your family life and in whatever your passion it is also in, in other areas of life. So uh, so it's it's a fascinating topic, and, and it's an important topic, too. So I appreciate the opportunity to be on, and, and you guys do a great job on the show. It's it's fun. I'm, I, I listen to it often, and, and I learn, too, so it's, it's great. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, John. We appreciate this, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking with you more in the future. So... Um, this is Leadership Development News. We're signing off for now. Let's do us again uh, next week. And thanks a lot, and do your best to put your emotional intelligence into use, and you too being a top performer. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.